Go home. Go home. Go home. Alright, and welcome to episode 70 of the Go Home Show. I'm your host, Eric Bedore, along with my co-host, tag team partner, best friend, Brian Albuchucker. Brian, how are you doing today? I'm pissed. Why Why are you pissed? For those of you who are watching this on our YouTube, Eric Bedore uh, at YouTube.com, there we go, got that one that's, right. That's all of it. YouTube.com slash Eric Bedore. You'll see that my best friend just shoved me. Uh, for those of you listening on your uh, iPhone, iPad, iTablet devices, uh-huh. or Android phones, I guess, if you have one, uh, that did not happen. Okay. That's a lie. So I'll tell you that much. No. <laughs> How about it? Well, fuck. Again, we are streaming live twitch.tv slash Eric Bedour, uh, and we are doing this podcast. Uh, special thanks to Speedrun Games Done Fast. Uh, we are going to be speedrunning this podcast. Yep. It's only going to be roughly around an hour, yep. maybe a little bit over. Uh, that's our set time. Uh, we're going to see if we can speedrun this podcast. Me and Brian know a couple of stage glitches where if you get hit, but then you hit down right when you get hit. There's a two frame. Right. There's a two frame window where you can go through the bottom. Yeah. And it ends the podcast. Right. And it's just over. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna speed run. We're gonna speed run this. We're gonna see how this goes. Uh, video games funds Duns fast uh, is is the name of the charity. And uh, and we're doing it. We're we're going right for it. Brian, how's your how's your week of wrestling been? Actually, it's been pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I had a I had a good good week of wrestling with uh with all the stuff that we normally watch, and mm-hmm. uh, you know even even given how uh, NXT has been, I thought I thought we had a pretty decent one this week, and mm-hmm. uh and then you know with Lucha Underground and and all that. But uh, yesterday, uh-huh. uh, William Regal tweeted out this uh, this review of his final match. Uh, with Cesaro back in December of 2013, mm-hmm. um, William Regal, I don't think has ever promoted a single match in the entire time that uh, <laughs> I've I've followed him on social media. Uh-huh. And the fact that it's his final match made me just go, well, that's uh, and and it's against Cesaro. Mm-hmm. Oh well, I have to watch this. And uh, boy, did it not disappoint. I agree. Uh, so, <laughs> what did you think about the match? Uh, I I wish I could see more matches like that. Like often, just now mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Not having to seek it out, but what a what a great great match. What what awesome storytelling throughout. Like the build to the match. I watched all the promos and everything from the little thing that he had retweeted. Mm-hmm. And then I went on YouTube on my uh, PlayStation just watched the whole match. It's like a twenty minute match. Yeah, and and it was it was amazing. It's it was really one, good, right? One of the best matches I've ever seen. Really great spots. Really fun stuff. Um, really great storytelling. Really cool spots, like, near the end mm-hmm. and, and kind of getting to, you know, like, the end of Regal's career and showing, like, Cesaro, like, doesn't want to do it. Like, I don't know. It is very cool. Mm-hmm. I, I liked it a lot. Uh, I thought it was a very, very cool match. Uh, outside of that, uh, excuse me, uh, New Japan is doing the... Uh, is, the G1. Yeah, they, they have the G1 going on right now. I have been... Ha- I've been having problems sleeping so sometimes i've just been watching the g1 oh damn yeah i know i'll 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 get to bed for a little while and then i'll wake up and then i try to get to bed again and i'll wake up and it's just like i guess i'll just watch the g1 for a little bit and then i don't sleep and then i don't feel good and here i am (laughs) uh (laughs) 
Uh, but man, it's been really good. It's it's been cool. There, uh, my favorite spot that I've seen so far mm. has been <laughs> Okada took on Hanma. Hanma's the oh, you know Okada, Rainmaker. Yeah. Hanma's the guy with the older guy with the bleached hair yeah. that does the headbutt. Oh God! Or excuse me, tries to do the headbutt. Um, Okada's kind of trying to wind the match down. Mm-hmm. Picks Hanma up, and you know he does the pose and. He goes for the rainmaker. Right. As he unwinds and pulls him in and goes for the clothesline, Hanma headbutts him. Oh no! And, and he does like like a battering ram headbutt. It looks so fucking sick. I he, loved it. He's the one who's like the the jester kind of like big guy, right? Yeah. What? Yeah. Hanma. Hanma yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, that and then there was that uh, Jushin Liger video that I think oh. has been making its rounds of. Uh, him after there, I think a bunch of New Japan wrestlers like went to a party or something the night before. Everyone's uh-huh. pretty fucked up and like they're sleeping. And uh, Jushin Liger goes into uh, their uh, their rooms where they're sleeping on tatami mats and uh, with a referee. And he pins them to see if they'll kick out. And it's so funny because they it's one, two, and they all it's all. It, the the slapping the ground woke him up. A man on top of him woke him up, or whatever. But like the instinct of like roll over in like such a specific way is really good. Is very funny. That's so good. Yep. Yeah. That's awesome. So I, that, I have to watch that video. Yeah, it's been very good. We're trying to catch up on on G one and everything. There's just a lot. There's, There's so a lot, much. a lot, a lot, a lot to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, Naito's kind of different now. Styles has been tearing it up. Uh, Styles Ibushi was really good. I watched that. Uh, Carl Anderson's picking it up here and there. Uh, it's just good stuff. It's it's a lot of fun. Um, it's awesome. Just to see New Japan do what New Japan does best, which is uh, fucking everything. Yeah. I love New Japan. It's it's awesome. Um, I really enjoy it. It looks like their company's going to go public. I don't know what that's going to mean for their product. Huh. Yeah, that's that might be happening. Uh, I don't know, man. Wrestling's in like kind of a weird flux right now where... There's a lot in a lot of different ways. Yeah, there is. I, I think I need to just get New Japan World. I've been so hesitant to bite the bullet and just get it because I want to try it. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to have to put my credit card into a Japanese, like, system that's, you know, like, yeah, it's nine ninety nine, nine hundred ninety nine 999 yen. I have no idea how much that is on the day you charge me. Oh, yeah. That might be $13. That might be $7. That might be $9.99. Yeah. So that's my weariness. If it's um, if you guys have a new Japan account, let us know. If huh. it's if it, I it, and I guarantee everyone who has one is gonna say, yeah, it's so fucking worth it. I want to try it out first. Can I stream it through my PlayStation Four? That's really my most yeah. important question. And it seems like I might be able to. So oh. we'll see. Hell yeah, we will see. Um, other than that, I think uh, there's a PWG Bola that's right. is coming out really soon. Uh, they those tickets will sell out in. I mean that oh, fast. Yeah. It won't even it won't even be thirty seconds. Front row is seventy, general admission is fifty five. And it's three days. They're gonna make a killing. I know that you have to pay all your wrestlers and everything. Shit. But like and I had this conversation with my editor at work, uh, a buddy of ours, Harrison. Why the fuck is it in Racine? <laughs> if it was it if it was any more north, it would be in Ventura. Yeah. And that's Sucks. It's a two and a half hour drive from North County, San Diego. Yep. And we have to drive a half hour to get to North County, San Diego. There you go. So that's just really far. Um, if it was still in LA, but like a little more south, mm-hmm. I don't know. But hey, you know what? The fuck do I know? Because they're making money. They're doing their shit. Yeah. They're running the best shows they've ever run. Super Dragon's back. He's in a tag match with the Young Bucks. Yes. Against, uh, is it 
Everett Lee and uh, Busick. And yeah, it's yeah. it's Everett Lee and Busick against the Young Bucks and uh, yeah. Super Dragon. Yeah, fucking crazy. That's gonna that's be gonna match. be sick. Yeah, I can't wait to see uh, Super Dragon wrestle again. Yep. Yep. Oh, yep. Man. Uh, anything else outside of that, Brian? Not, I've, not I've been too en- much. I've been enjoying Apple Music. Oh yeah. Well. Except except you can't listen to Beatles stuff. Oh really? If you search the Beatles, there's one radio station called the Beatles uh-huh. that you can listen to, and not the rest of their albums. Huh? I, I guess I should just own them. Yeah, but. I mean, I I have all of them, uh, but yeah, no, they're the it's the weirdest thing, the stuff that's not on there. Yeah, but it's fun to help me discover stuff that I've been meaning to listen to, and then mm-hmm. it'll like tell me like, hey, uh, you should check out Beanie Man, and I'm like, the fuck is Beanie Man? <laughs> Let me check it out. Oh, this is exactly what I wanted to listen to. Yep. Wow. Fuck. Weird, weird, almost reggaeton, uh, like ska sound. Yeah. It was almost like a like a rock steady. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. So that's cool. That and I've been, uh, I don't know. You just listen to a lot of different stuff on there. Barbari- Barbarian Overlord, the band yeah. who does like all the PWG. They're pretty good videos. I fucking love that album. Yeah. Fucking awesome. The heartaches, uh, rock, all the rock from the crypt stuff. Like, oh hell yeah. Everything's just on there. I uh, we're on there. Yep. So not we, Apple Music, but on iTunes. We're on iTunes. Yeah. Well, uh, so you know, go ahead and leave us leave a us comment. a leave us a comment, rate, comment, and subscribe. Five star. This is the best album on uh, uh, on, <laughs> on Apple Music. <laughs> Can you guys give us a five star and let everyone know that this is the best album on Apple Music? That's gonna help us in change our logarithm, mm-hmm. uh, and everyone will know to listen to us better than the Beatles. There That's you what go. you guys can go ahead and say. Yeah. So, uh, also, the reason I'm using Apple Music, because people are start, starting to post in the chat, going like, Spotify, Google Music, it's free right now. Yeah. I don't know. I have a three-month three, three month trial or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's it. And then after that, I will determine if it's worth my $9 or whatever. Yep. So. Which it probably won't be. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Because I have YouTube. Yeah. But whatever, yeah. that's me, Brian. Yes, I guess we should probably get into professional wrestling. We should roll right into it. Stop, stop. Brian. Shut up about Apple Music. Okay. We have to. We don't have time to stop and talk about all this other stuff. We have to speed run this podcast. Oh right. You already missed your perfect your perfect frame window. Damn it. You fucked it up, and now now I don't have that extra three seconds. That's three seconds that you just lost uh, by go by messing that up. Sh- three. What were you gonna do? Three seconds. See if you can fucking make it up. Uh, because right now you're minus three. Yep. You better hope for a plus eight right now. Yeah. Uh, Lucha Underground opens. There's a big Rick and Dario Cueto backstage office promo thing where uh, Cueto says, "I brought you in. I gave you a hundred thousand dollars. Why come you not do good?" And then uh, he says, "Do you want? What would you rather have? Money or power?" And he takes some. Rick takes the medallion from Cueto and then just stands there and he goes, "Why not both?" And then Cueto gives some money. Yep. <laughs> okay. Awesome. That works. That worked really well for him. Works for me. I like it. Uh, I really, I really liked um, this week's uh, like backstage vignettes or scenes or whatever. They they really seemed like they had upped the production value or they kind of found their rhythm in making it look less like a backstage promo and more just like more just like a scene in, in a show i can yeah i see what you mean it, yeah. it looked it looked good i thought that they were i thought they were really good in this too mm-hmm. um i'm really excited for ultima lucha i oh, think God. i think ultima lucha looks fucking incredible it's gonna be awesome i think it's gonna be a lot of fun and it's two weeks now yeah there's this week tonight yeah tonight is the night for ultima lucha night mm-hmm. one Not it's a, a two-night event or two-week event whatever mm-hmm. uh there's week one which is an hour and then there's gonna be week two which is two hours I'm very excited. Damn. I think the trios match happens tonight. 
So we'll see. I'm very excited. Let's very, go. Very excited. It's gonna uh, be awesome. Opening matchup. I think we just got plus one second. That's mm. good. Uh, uh, opening matchup: Johnny Mundo against Tejano. Uh, my first note: shit kicker. Vampiros. Style. Yo, yeah, uh, Johnny Mundo, his style is like Jim, pretty boy, he gets abs, and Tejano's just a shit kicker. I mean, I guess you're a cable extension yep. channel, like, you can, you're like, probably like channel like 3,426, but something like... something like that, yeah. I guess you can say shit kicker. Mm-hmm. Hey. I just, I just, I made a note like, oh, I guess we're gonna, I guess we're gonna say shit kicker. Yeah, awesome. Cool. I dig yeah. it. Yep. Uh, Mundo goes after the knee early of Tejano, but that like that kind of doesn't really come into play. I made a note because I'm like, oh, he must be going for the knee here. Yeah, that's what I thought, but nope, did not. Uh, Tejano gets beat up on the outside, eats a spin kick to the head against the barricade. I thought that looked good. Uh, like I know that that move looks pretty like gnarly, but it's pretty safe. Mm-hmm. It looked really fucking good. Yeah, I thought that was really really well done. There's a monkey flip and a half by uh, onto Johnny Mundo. Yeah, Mundo just. Flippin' continues with that rotation face plants. Uh, goes for the end of the world. It's missed. There's an enziguri. The crew comes in and attacks uh, Tejano. Uh, then Mundo joins in. Then Alberto Patron makes the save. Uh, the crew gets beat up, and then they hightail it out. Yeah. Uh, Tejano and Alberto face off, and you're like, oh, are these guys what we no. oh, fuck? And then, uh, and then Alberto like winks at him and like goes into like the crowd and like celebrates with the crowd. Mm-hmm. He's fun. He's I like Alberto, man. He he's so much more exciting and fun to watch here in Lucha Underground than he's ever, like than I've seen him in four, like four years. Yep. That I I'm I'm really excited for this match. Yep. I mean I'm really excited for every match at Ultima Lucha, but like it I'm just super stoked that they're putting that much effort into all of these yep. matches. It looks really good. Yeah. Um, and they all get billed. It's nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cueto and Hernandez in a backstage office promo as well. Uh, Cueto starts pouring drinks and like Hernan gives Hernandez a Miller Light. Well, he declined, like, yeah. liquor. Yeah, And so he gave him a Miller Lite. Which is just like, all right, man. Yeah. I believe the term is knocko. Yeah. Uh, there's going to be a Believers backlash match because all the Believers fucking hate Hernandez. And Cueto uh, says, "All uh, hey, everyone fucking hates you. And Hernandez goes, well, yeah, I don't fucking, I don't fucking like yeah, him. Yeah, mutual. Yeah. <laughs> So he uh, he drinks his beer and he's told that there's a Believers Backlash match, which is a lumberjack match with straps on the outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know who the fuck the people are going to be on the outside because he said that it's going to be fans, like it's, it's going to be, be Believers. It's not yeah, it's not wrestlers. Uh huh. And and that he can hit back if he wants to. <laughs> so so that's s- what he said too. He's like he's like if any of them touch me, I'm going to paint the mat red with their blood. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So swing at your own discretion. Jesus I guess. Jesus Christ. Okay. Jeez. Uh. Mac versus Cage. Here's where we're going to make up time. Ready? Mm-hmm. Sunset flip onto Cage, and uh, that's the end of the match. One, two, three. There we go. Plus one second. Cage Cage attacks Mac. Uh, fight, they fight all over the arena. Security comes in and tries to break it up, but they keep fighting. Cueto uh, comes out, and he makes uh, Cage versus Mac. Falls count anywhere match. Next week, at night one of Ultima Lucha. Badass. Cool. I want to see these guys beat the shit out of each other. Man, that's cool. Those guys are shit kickers. <laughs> I'm really excited. I think it's going to yeah. be cool. I like both of those guys. Yeah. Max is super over with the crowd. Cage is always looking good. Mm-hmm. And he makes everyone look good, too. I don't yep. know. So Max, it'll be fun. Max really agile. We haven't really seen him open up on his own yet, so it'll be cool to see that mm-hmm. here. It's going to be fun, and it's going to be all over the place with... Uh, like There's going to be like crazy dyes and cool mm-hmm. spots, and uh, both, awesome. both of these guys can go. So awesome. I'm very excited for Ultima Lucha. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cueto says, hey, motherfuckers, you want to know about these medallions? I'll tell you about these medallions. 
comes down and he says that uh, the seven medallions make up something called the Gift of the Gods. He unveils it's a title belt mm-hmm. with uh, seven medallion spots in it. Yep. Called it. When all... Yeah, okay. When all seven medallions are given out or earned, or I guess it would mm-hmm. be the term that they want, it, uh, when, all, when the seven medallions are earned, they're placed into the belt, and then there's a battle royale, mm-hmm. and then whoever wins that battle royale gets the gift of the gods. Yeah. What the gift of the gods earns you is a title match, not any time, any place, because Cueto needs to promote his product. Which is so good. I thought that was really funny. That was, it was like, it was just a dig. The crowd knew it was a dig and everyone was like, all right, we're on board. All right, cool. Okay. But it also made sense in the story. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. He's like, all right, you have to give me, like, you have to tell me at least a week in advance. That's fine. You want to, you want to cash it in, you cash it in whenever you want. But here's the other thing. If you don't cash it in right away, if you're really, if you're too conservative with it, yeah, you have to defend it. Yep, that's fucking cool. I wish they would do that with Money in the Bank. Yeah, uh, it doesn't have to be defended all the time. No, and you know it can be hung onto or whatever, but sometimes it can be defended in feuds, and I think that works. I I think it's a really good way to give you a secondary belt mm-hmm. that means a lot. Yep, it does. It means something big, and seeing it defended time to time, and seeing it change hands and everything like that. It also gives them an out, the way they book their show. You know, mm-hmm. shooting four shows in, in a week or whatever. Yeah. Uh, it gives them an out with, like, oh, this guy can't make. Yeah. You, you know, you know, oh, he's not going to be able to make it to our, like, our next. Oh, so we got to, like, have him drop the belt to, like, this other guy. So, yeah. I don't know. It gives them an out. Again, they play to their strengths well. I'm very excited to see how Gift of the Gods turns out. Yeah. He calls out all seven holders of the medallions. They all insight, They all insert their medallions into the belt, except one is missing in the center. Yep. And that's Phoenix's. Phoenix, who we haven't seen since he got tossed into a fucking casket. Yeah. Um, or no, since since he came back. Yeah, and since he, he came back and got fucking killed. Through a fucking yeah, shed. Right? Uh, so Phoenix comes out, actually, and, uh, well, there, there's going to be a battle royale for Phoenix's medallion, but then Phoenix actually shows, and he answers the battle royale because uh, he can't just be given the medallion yeah. uh, like Rick was earlier in mm-hmm. the night. Cueto's feeling generous. Yep. So the battle royale, in in order of people going out, uh, Ricky Mandela's out, Arhenes is out, Killshot is out, uh, Vinny Massaro is out, Superfly is out, Mascaria Sagrada is out, Famous B is out, Davari is out. I think the best performance was Famous B. He was getting over. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. It was just like the crowd was like into him. So yeah. that's cool. And and for a battle royal, which is something I'm normally not excited for. Yeah, because it's, it's just tossing people to the top rope. When it's the last two people in Lucha Underground. It's they, a pinfall. It's, it's a pinfall or, or submission. Mm-hmm. It's So it goes into a one-on-one match. Phoenix versus Marty the Moth Martinez. Uh, Phoenix, Phoenix's dive here in this match yeah. was like fucking awesome. He sailed. Dude, but he can fly. He's, that guy is crazy. He's such a good flyer. Yep. Uh, the end of the match comes with a tilt a whirl pin on Marty. Phoenix earns his uh, medallion, and then he puts it back in. Puts it back in, and then there's gonna be a match for that fucking gift of the gods or whatever. I guess. So. Dude, that's gonna be cool. Next, we get a Puma promo. Uh oh. Pumomo. Promo. Puma. Puma promo. 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 Uh, Puma comes out. He's going to talk. He's never talked before uh, because uh, Conan's in a casket and buried six feet deep. I assume. I don't know. I don't know where. He's just in a casket somewhere. He's going, hello. Uh, It's broken. Before Puma grabs a mic and before he can say a word, Neil and Katarina come out. Oh, shit. Everyone in this setup looks so fucking good. Yes. Uh, Puma has his whole look with like a hoodie. Like he's a trained fighter. Like yeah. he's the young buck mm-hmm. and all that stuff. 
Um, He's got a different mask, I think, too. Yeah, he does. It's yeah. it's black and red, and it looks really good. Uh, Mil Muertes comes out, and he's in the fucking full suit and everything. Dude, he looks so good. Cool. That so looks so good. He looks fucking awesome. Oh my god, he looks <sighs> sick. Excuse me, I'm kind of I'm a little run out. Um, Disciples of Death come and jump Puma. Uh, he takes all of them out. Yeah. Like, Whoa. All right. Cool. So he ends up looking really strong here, and then Mill and Puma brawl. <laughs> yeah, they do. And then Puma hits Mill with the six thirty. It looks so good. Puma stares down uh, Katrina. And, uh, holy fuck, that's rad. Mm -hmm. Like, how excited are you for Ultima Lucha? Oh, so excited now. I mean, I was already excited for this match, but, you know, a week ago you just felt like, ah, Puma's probably gonna drop the title. I, I thought, like, the way they ended this wasn't like, ooh, what's gonna happen next? It was like, oh, fuck, that was sick! What the fuck is gonna happen next? Yeah, that's exact. I I left that feeling so energized for the main event of, of Ultima Lucha. Yep. I, I was... Man, holy shit! I'm very, I'm very ready for this event. I can't, mm -hmm. I can't wait. Yep. Um, it's just, man, it's great. It's very cool. Everyone looked good, and it's all built so well. Yep. Um, here we go. NXT. You ready for NXT? Yeah. Uh, NXT opens with a Balor promo. Balor comes out, and he's gonna tell you why he's the best one. Uh, Greg is here, and he's gonna help. Any notes from that? This, this was the worst part of the show. I agree. Uh, not not because of Balor, more because of Greg, and because of how Balor was holding the title. Yeah. Like, it looked like he was just at, at a work site with his clipboard, just kind of like, <laughs> yes, no, uh, we're going to move this pillar over here. Uh-huh. But yeah, eh, whatever. It's it's okay. Yeah. Brian, we have to speed run this. Right, okay. We, we're, we're at even right now. We're okay. on world record pace. Okay, good. Okay. Uh, Eva does a backstage promo. Open your eyes, and you'll see all red, everything. Get your little horns. Toot toot. What? Did anybody bring their horns? Who brought their horns? Did people forget to bring their horns? Guys, you bring your fucking horns? Did you get, well, did you bring them, but did you have them ready? Where the fuck were your little horns, you motherfuckers? Piece of shit. You fuckers, you fuckers bring your horns. You hornless motherfuckers. You hornless fucks. You hornless fucks. Bring your little horns. Use your she little horns. You, you know what the worst them. part about Eva Maria's hmm. is that she's all red everything, and then yeah. somebody tweeted us a picture of her wearing blue, and it made me so mad. I shouldn't be mad about it. And then somebody called it uh, Aqua Marie. Yeah, Eva Aqua Marie. <laughs> all red everything except for blue things. Yeah. All right, Brian, you ready to get your little horns? Yep. Eva versus Cassie. Man. Cassie does spin kicks all over the place, like she, five or six spin kicks. I really want, I, I was bummed because I really wanted Cassie to look really, really good here. Uh-huh. But. Nobody looked good here. Nope. I don't even mean that in, in a way that's like, oh yeah, she should never wrestle again. I mean that in a way that's like, oh, nobody looked good here. Yeah. That's it. Even Marie looked better than I expected, but I didn't Did expect she? much. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, she was putting stuff together. It, like, the moves themselves, I, I felt, were, were done fine. It was the getting to the moves that was just, like, sloppy as hell to me. That... Not... Hey, this is on television. Mm -hmm. I just want everyone to consider that when you go, why her? Yeah. And, I do... again, I don't want to be another fucker on the internet who's going, she should never fucking wrestle. She should wrestle. She should wrestle a whole bunch mm -hmm. before getting on TV yeah. and showing me how she can wrestle. Yeah, because she was trying to do a lot of moves, but she wasn't doing them very well. Uh, Cassie does a whole bunch of spin kicks. Mm -hmm. Eva hits sliced bread. And by that, I mean Cassie lives, lifts Eva into sliced bread. Uh, if you thought this match was good, check out Super Awesome Showdown. Uh, 
there's a Regal Breeze promo. Uh, Breeze is backstage in Regal's office, and um, and the lighting here sucks so bad. <laughs> it was like it was so hot lit, and mm-hmm. the contrast was so weird. It was weird. But I really, I really enjoyed um, Regal in this one. Yep, I love Regal in his position here, and it's, uh, it's a lot of fun to see him interact with like the goofballs around. Yeah, the exactly. Ar- yeah, arena. So we're gonna see Breeze against someone. Who can it be now? I don't know. I mean, who does he face now? Oh, I it got spoiled for me. Oh, I don't want to say. Do you want me to spoil it for you? Sure. Spoilers right now. Spoilers right now. Spoilers right now. Ready? Yes. Jushin Thunder Liger. Oh, hell yeah. End of spoilers. <laughs> That's awesome. That was a good spoiler. That's crazy, right? Yeah. I'm very excited. Uh, Corbin versus uh, uh, Turles, or uh, who's Saberman? I, like, oh, all I wrote was I didn't even get a chance to try to write his name down. <laughs> the he match was over that quick. Uh, he is apparently, he has... He's like the Krillin of this show. He's wearing the Saiyan's armor, but by no means has he earned it or is he strong enough for it. No. No. He's, well, I, I don't even know his name, so. Uh, I think his name is Mr. 450. I'm serious. I think he wrestles in Florida. This isn't the first time we've seen him. Hey, you know what? Good for him, though. He was all over, like, Kotaku and Polygon the next day. Yeah? Do you know that? Yeah. Oh. They're like, oh, check out this fucking guy wrestling in Saiyan armor. <laughs> cool. That's neat. He got fucking destroyed by Baron Corbin in two seconds, but yeah. rest in peace, Purple Vegeta. <laughs> Thank you, Alertnet. Rest in peace, Purple Vegeta. Oh, oh my, my god. god. Okay. Uh, Joe versus Mike's Mike Rollis? Rollis? Rollax? I, I wrote Mike Relax, but I'm I pretty could, sure it's Rollis. I wrote I wrote it like two different ways. I think it was Rollis. Joe has new music. Yes. Immediately, much better than before, but yep. still needs improvement. In my uh, STL Muscle Vester. That's the end of the match. Mm-hmm. Emma promo backstage with Dana Brooke. Anything? Anything of note? Uh, I mean, I, she's getting more over for me. Like I'm starting to hate her more, like I should. Mm-hmm. So that's good. But I mean, yeah, her promo is going. I think a little too long. I just, I don't. She's a. I think she's a natural face, and I think it's kind of a bummer that uh, she has to come down and rework a gimmick that I thought could have been easily accessible to people on the main roster. Mm. Like, you could present that to a WWE crowd in a slightly different way Uh with different, like, a slightly different wrestling style. I don't know, giving it time a little bit more. I I know that you can't just copy and paste it from NXT because NXT's small and it gets everything over itself. Yeah. If she would have had bubbles, honestly, that would have been huge. And if she would have come out popping them, just like she was before, if her wrestling style was a little goofier, she could have hung out in like a comedy role and then gotten serious. Like, I think it's really easy to parlay that character into something bigger. And now I have to watch her be a heel and it works. But at the same time, it's like, oh, this isn't, it's like when I listen to Kanye's music now. Yeah. It's like, this is fine. See, this is not what I like from you, but this is fine. I'm I'm a lot more open to it because she's in a tag team, mm-hmm. uh, and I and I like the dynamic of the two. Mm-hmm. But individually, I you know I feel like it, it's giving her in ring at least mm-hmm. a, a little bit more of an aggressive side, yeah, I agree. which makes her a lot more fun to watch. Yeah, I can see that. In too. my opinion, yep. at least. Uh, Emma uses Bailey's slap bracelet. <laughs> so this is Emma versus Bailey. Sorry, uh-huh. um, Emma uses Bailey's slap bracelet. I thought that was funny. Bailey gets pissed, and then there's a. 
like Emma's trying to like hit her head into the the turnbuckle and yeah. Bailey's like Hulk Hoganing it. Yeah. That means something different now. Um and then she like she like no sells it and has like fighting spirit and then starts bashing Emma's head into fucking shit and that was cool. Yeah. Um Emma crawls to the outside, slams Bailey's uh, hand into the ring post. She targets the hand throughout. Dana yanks on Bailey's hand, gets caught and booted from the match. I like that because Dana Brooke just kept yelling. I was just checking on her. I wanted to make sure she was okay. My favorite is when she yelled from the from the apron. She's cheating. <laughs> Dana is a good mouth. Like yeah. I, I think she's got a good uh, she's got a good sense of what to say in a match. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Bailey to belly post match uh, Bailey promo. She wants to face Charlotte. So I guess they're doing Zayn's storyline with Bailey. Yeah, the, the road to redemption. Yeah. And she'll take the belt off uh, Sasha. Yep. Excuse me. I assume. I would hope. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what else would happen. And then does the feud continue with her and Emma? Like, where does Emma go from here? I mean, she lost... No, nowhere. She's hanging out. She's in the bottom of the roster. Yeah. This is what I was saying about the NXT women's division. Like, this is what we've been talking about. Like, okay, what's next? Exactly. I don't know. Well, Maybe, like, they already feuded with Charlotte. Charlotte's on the main roster. They already feuded with Bailey. Bailey's moving on to other things. They can't feud with Sasha. They can't feud with Becky. Who do you feud with? No one. They they got to bring up new talent. I mean they they have Cassie. She's over. I don't know. Bummer. Charlotte promo backstage. She accepts the challenge. Dana interrupts, and they will have a match next week. So that's where Dana goes. All right. Uh, Vaud Villains versus uh, Fulton and Dawkins. Uh, everyone is wearing black and red. Yes, they are. I'm, I'm glad you noticed that too. That bothered me a lot. I knew I knew it would. That's why I wrote it down. Yeah. I knew it would bother you. Of course. Uh, Manhattan drop into the dropkick I thought looked really good. Yeah. Um, Gotch uses his foot to punch Dawkins. That's right. He uses his foot to punch Dawkins. He grabs his foot and then punches with his foot. I don't... I don't know. There you go. Uh, hot tag to English. Whirling Dervish ends the match. Uh, any other notes from that? Yeah, I like that the heels in NXT are actually heels. And, and like, in this match, you had the villains who were supposed to be the face. And then... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Dawkins and um, Fulton and Fulton were actually heels, like yep. trying to get away with stuff and being yep. aggressive. And, and same thing with the Bailey Emma match. And I I appreciate that it's not fifty fifty booking. Yeah, I just don't see the long term booking, and that's really kind of what we go back to now. I'm with you. Whatever. What yeah. can you do? I'm not gonna complain about everything. Mm-mm. I guess Blake Murphy and Bliss backstage promo. What the fuck is going on with everybody's hair? <laughs> I don't Bliss know. looked good. She looked good. I like her as a heel. Yeah, she did weird. not think that was gonna fit in like a role for her. Uh-uh. She's like fucking. She's like, she like, she's she's, she's badass. Yeah, she. I like how she commands the group and how she like is like the bad bitch of the two bad boys. She is. Like, she's like she's awesome. like she's like David Bowie Queen bitch. Yep. She's like in charge. It's awesome. She's fucking cool. I really like that. Mm-hmm. I really like that a lot. Um, now we're gonna have a contract signing. Regal intros Balor and Owens to the contract signing. Well, I guess he intros uh, uh, nobody because Owens just comes out. Did that feel cut for time? Uh, no, it just felt like Owens didn't care about what uh, Regal had to say. It was just strange. Yeah. Uh, then Balor comes out. Um, Owens keeps saying uh, Brooklyn just to get a rise out of the crowd. The biggest heel in NXT this week was the word Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, they didn't like that at all. I... Hey, sorry guys, you get it week, you get it weekly or however the Monthly. fuck off in the tape, and, yeah. and it's going to other places. Sorry, I, like, do you think he was gonna stay there forever? No, come that's, on, that's where they're gonna do a majority of the shows. But come on, um, Owens jumps Balor, then attacks Regal, and then uh, Balor fights off Owens. 
And uh, that's the end of this segment. What did you think? Uh, hey, I got me hot for the uh, for the match, and I mean, Owens is really the only person in WWE doing anything like that right yep. now. Like he is so hateable. I love it. Yep. He's such a hateable person. I love it. Um, there was a post-show video on their YouTube channel because mm-hmm. I'm a fucking piece of shit and I watch those. Right. Um, well, you working off? <laughs> right. I'm a fucking piece of shit. Right. Thanks, man. Yeah. Um, you got it. <laughs> uh, it was Regal. It was them going like, Regal, what do you think about this? And he's about to... Blah, blah, blah. And then Owens walks up and he goes, Hey, sorry. I got really out of hand. I did not mean to do that. I apologize. I only meant to attack Balor. Didn't mean to attack you. Whoa. Again, I'm very sorry. Whoa. And then walks off, and Regal goes, I hope he gets his ass kicked. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Hey, that's cool. Yep. Uh, what did you think of the show on a whole? You know, I thought it was it was a pretty decent episode. Uh, I thought more than anything it had good pacing. Mm-hmm. Um, we, had a, we had a few matches that night, and um, I want to say like... Looks like five or six. Bailey and Emma was memorable. Yeah. Somewhat. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's not something we talk about later, but as I was watching it, I'm like, hey, you know what? It's nice. Something's always happening, uh-huh. so I never get to a point where I want to check the, check out like I do with Raw. I, I'm with you. Uh, it's it's hard not to check out with Raw sometimes. Yeah. Speaking of, Brian, yeah. guess what? Right we're uh, we're faster than world record pace right now. Yeah. Do you know that? We're, we're fucking uh, churning and burning. Holy shit. Sorry, I got an amber alert. Oh. Uh, <laughs> did they catch that kid? Yeah, they caught the kid. Uh, Raw. Authority comes out and cuts a promo, so welcome to fucking Raw. Yay. Um, they come out and they say that SummerSlam is four hours long. And What? Don't want it to be four hours Why? long. Hey, if they go full set and do, like, a WrestleMania caliber event, uh-huh. okay, I guess. Okay. There, so many people are going to be left out of the card. I I already know it. There's going to be a pre-show, and then none of, none of the matches I I really want to watch are going to be on that. And uh-huh. I just don't need a four-hour pay-per-view. I need a two. I, I need a three-hour pay-per-view that's written well. Do that before you start adding hours. No. When it makes too much sense. <laughs> uh, it's gonna have its own set, I assume. I hope so. Um, they want to make another WrestleMania. Fine. Why wouldn't you if you have the means? Yeah. Um, you have a match that's big. In Lesnar and Undertaker, mm-hmm. that people are gonna pay to watch, and then you'll have a title match, and you'll have your other shit. Other people will get on the card. Why not? Yeah. I mean, it's. I don't want to watch it for four hours. That's me. No, I I don't either. I mean, especially when their main event just fell into their lap. Oh, all I the first thing I thought of was uh, I'm gonna have to take so much time out of my regular day to just watch this. So they say that. Then Cena interrupts. He calls Rollins a joke. Stop doing that shit. He's, he's your world heavyweight champion, and you're burying him. I I get it. You can call him. You can call him chicken. You can call him a coward. You can call it. You can say that like. He's lucky. You can say that he doesn't deserve the title. That he hasn't earned any of his wins. You can't call him a joke. Because it doesn't leave you anywhere to go. Mm-mm. It doesn't make sense. Not at all. Not at all. Says he wants Rollins tonight because tonight's a night of firsts. We're going to get a lot of firsts like Dean Ambrose versus Big Show. 
and uh, Fandango versus Neville. One of those two firsts was actually better than you expected. One of those big old firsts. Um, Stephanie says, "Hang on, do you want to do? You, let's leave it up to the crowd. Do you want to see John Cena versus Seth Rollins for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship yeah. tonight for the first time ever?" Yay! And then she says, "No." Yep. And then Triple H says, "But you will see it for the United States Championship." Yay! And when that happened, I went, "Oh well, Seth Rollins lost." Yeah. Which he did. So that's your main thing. So prepare yourself for it. Ambrose versus Big Show. Miz is on commentary. Uh, Ambrose gets his, sh- his shirt ripped open right from the beginning, and he's fucking shredded. He's Why like, do they make this guy wear a fucking shirt? What are we doing? I don't get it. Who's... You You kidding? You goddamn kidding me? He's over six feet tall. What? He, he's, he's got a pretty boy face, and he's cut. He looks like Stone Cold Steve Austin in, the, in 97. That guy, that guy is fucking ripped. I don't, I don't understand how they have him, like, set up wardrobe-wise. I don't like that he still wrestles in jeans. Not me neither. Uh, I don't... I wish he would get trunks already. Yeah. But that's just me. Whatever. Uh, that's me complaining about shit that doesn't, honestly, doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. Um, because... Because he's, get, he's getting over one way or another. Yep. Ambrose dives, uh, and then on the second dive, he just gets fucking frying pan. Slap! Just, fuck you. Yep. I thought that was sick. That was fucking gross. Uh, Sham- the show has Ambrose's leg, uh... Ambrose unties Big Show's shoes. I like this match Mm -hmm. uh, because it made me realize, like, everyone chanted, please retire at Big Show, and he went, I guess I gotta fucking step up my game. Yeah. And guess what? He fucking did. This match had great storytelling. This felt like a pay-per-view match. It was, like, the storytelling was so good Mm -hmm. in it. Uh, So after the shoe untying spot, uh, (laughs) there's a sleeper. And a dive catch, like Ambrose dives, he gets caught, and then he just gets fucking tossed. And there's a choke slam, oh, into a DDT. I thought that was really cool. Right. Uh, there's a choke slam sequence where Big Show goes for the choke slam, tosses Ambrose off. Ambrose goes into the ropes and catches him again, toss him in the ropes. Whoop, rebound lariat. No, never mind, he gets caught. Fuck. He gets caught and choke slammed. Two count. Big Show picks him up and choke slams him a second time. He fucking skips like a rock to the outside of the ring. So now we're doing a count out spot. Yeah. Ambrose makes it in at eight. Then there's a super kick by the Big Show and a spear on the outside. We're doing another count out spot. Ambrose makes it in by nine. Ambrose is now gearing up because Big Show is like getting in and everything. Mm-hmm. Ambrose is gearing up. He kicks Big Show on the outside and he's going to dive. And he goes to dive. And he just gets fucking KO punched and laid out. He does not make it back in time. Uh-uh. There's a count-out victory for the Big Show. Uh, on the outside, Ambrose is getting up again after the match. He's leaning up against the barricade. Big Show does not like this. And he goes to spear Ambrose. And uh, Ambrose sidesteps and Big Show goes right through the barricade um, in, a, in a spot that I thought was one spot too many. I agree. But at least Ambrose looks good in the match and after the match. Yep. Um, and, you know, it, it was something new. Like, when they said, oh, tonight you're going to see the big show, and I'm like, oh, we're, if it's Roman Reigns, we're not watching it. <laughs> For the first time ever. Um, uh, it, I thought that this was a very cool match. Mm-hmm. This was a match that I wasn't expecting anything from. Me neither. Anything. And I thought the storytelling was great. I thought it made Big Show look good and really strong. I thought it made Dean Ambrose look fucking resilient as shit. Like, he just kept fucking coming back and kept coming back and kept coming back. 
I thought that was so sick. And the only way that he stayed down were two choke slams, a spear on the outside, and a KO punch off a dive. Jesus. Fuck. He That's looks, sick. He looks really strong. Yep. And uh, and I'm glad they're giving him some sort of a little push, whatever that means, mm-hmm. if it's for the IC title, you know. It, Which is it, absent Yeah. with Ryback with a staph infection. So. Hey, get rid of the IC title. It keeps injuring people. <laughs> uh, but, hey, no, think about it. Who are the last three people to hold the IC title? Daniel Bryan, Ryback. Who else held it? Barrett. There you go. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Hey, when you're right, you're right, man. <laughs> um... Fondango versus Neville, first time ever. Uh, Fondango has a gory special locked in. Mm-hmm. What? That's a first time ever. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Neville does his plancha and a red arrow. Uh, I wish Neville would be in longer matches. I and, agree. And he will be when he wrestles Stardust at SummerSlam. Stardust comes out and cuts a promo. Yep. And he calls out heroes and villains. I thought it was a little bit long, but I really liked it. But you know what? If somebody can have a longer-winded promo and mm. not have it get too stale, it's Cody Rhodes. Y- you know what? And we will get to longer-winded promos later. Um, I thought this promo was pretty good. Yeah. I like that he called out the Green Arrow. Yeah. Um, that's been a thing. I guess so, yeah. Yep, I've been seeing so. a little bit of rumblings on it on, on Twitter. And yep. I'm just happy to see them giving Stardust, Cody Rhodes, whatever, any time on the microphone Yep. because he's so interesting. Mm-hmm. So, and it's cool that he can go zany with it, because I think when he's not bottled and bogged down, yeah. he can actually get pretty fun with it. So I, He cha- he channeled a little bit of Dusty Rhodes in that, too, bit. and I thought that was nice. Yeah. Um, he's not using it to go face, he's being a heel. He wants to be Mr. Sinister, the Riddler, and Dr. Doom all at once. Hey, I that, think he, that, is, that is what he is to me. Yeah, and I think he's doing a great job of it. He's trying to do, like, a Joker thing, but it's it's really coming off as, like, those three. Yeah, so, um, Joker. Jor- he's doing a Joker voice? He's doing a Jorker voice? Don't make him use his Jorker it's J- voice. It's kind of a Jay Leno thing. Uh, Paige, Charlotte, and Becky promo backstage. Team Bad Interrupts are beautiful and delicious. Uh, they have good exchanges back and forth. I thought it was nice. There's uh, there's a lot of exposition, and this is semi-compelling. Yeah. Notes? I'm, I'm so excited for what's going on with the women's division right now because it's just what was going on in NXT. Yep. Uh, Paige versus Sasha. Hell yeah. There's a DeSorono ad. That was weird. I like, I'm still not over that. DeSorono is booze. They're advertising booze on Raw, not in its third hour. No. At the top of the second. Uh huh. That's weird. Like, I don't know if that didn't stand out to you, to everyone else. Like, I can't remember the last time they've advertised it in 10 years. A really long time since the last time I saw that there was, I mean, hard liquor. But I feel like, I no, you know what? I feel like they had a DeSorono thing, like, earlier this year, maybe last year. I feel like maybe there was. It just, it struck me as very strange. Because it was early enough in the show. Yeah, it was the top of the second hour. It's yeah. the top of the second hour. Crazy. Um, Sasha gets a little video package here uh, to show that she's a uh, badass, and they are putting a lot into her. I think she is the total package, though. Oh, yeah. I think of all the divas that, that are getting called up or whatever, she has the look, she has a gimmick, she has, uh, like, uh, she has the in-ring ability, she has the personality, mm-hmm. She everything about her is a diva. Yep. Before she was even on Raw, Absolutely. she was, she's a women's wrestler. And, Absolutely. And, and it's fun to see that. Yeah. Uh, Paige is in control early. There's a top rope arm drag by Sasha, and then a Japanese arm drag by Paige. Whoa. Uh, and then Paige yells that this is her house and does a fallaway slam. Uh, why is Paige slowing down the match? 
Yeah, the match got really weird. The match didn't have enough spots, or it was too long. Because it didn't have enough spots, and it was too long. It definitely was. Uh, Paige kept slowing it down, and I don't know why you would do that. Paige is the face. Yeah. The point of your offense is to get the crowd into it. You can do stuff that's a submission spot. You're not doing a submission spot. You're doing a rest hold. Yeah. If it's a submission spot, she has to struggle and get to, like, the ropes and everything. This is just her standing up. To be fair, everyone looked very tired by the end of this match. It, it was it was a little longer. Yeah. I think it was, like, 12 minutes. Yeah. Really? Right? Isn't that crazy? Uh, Paige dives on everyone, and then everyone gets tossed. It was, like, at, during the commercial, everyone got thrown out. It was so such a long video replay thing. <laughs> just show... Why did you go to commercial for it? Yeah. They, they must have had to because of, you know, they weren't speed running right. Yeah, that's right. They lost Raw, seconds. Raw was off world record pace. Yep. Not like us. We're ahead of world record we're, pace right now. We're so ahead right now. Uh, Sasha does her knees and then the straight jacket submission, uh, and it takes too long, I think. It, it, they, they get the rally, like, everyone's clapping for it and, like, ready for it to go to, like, okay, let's move on. Mm-hmm. And then they just hold it, like, a little bit longer, and, like, they make them do it again. And it's like, okay, if... If this was the first time that happened, that's fine. This is the second rest hold spot like this that we've seen in this match mm-hmm. in in a like a four minute span. So I just felt like it was a level that it didn't need to be. Yeah, whatever. Paige rallies. Uh, Sasha hits her seated knees in the corner. Paige locks in an STF. A good looking STF. Yeah, I was about to say it looked really it, good. I thought it looked really really good. Yeah. And then uh, Banks hits the uh, the backstabber in the bank statement. And Paige taps. Wow. Yeah. Second week we've had a Divas match uh, that ends with a submission that doesn't look weak, that doesn't make anybody look bad. Uh-huh. Uh, I really enjoyed Sasha Banks in this match. Mm-hmm. Her jawing at Paige and, and mimicking her and doing all of that. Like, yep. this is my house. Yep. Like, I, I thought that was awesome. Yeah, pa- uh, Paige looked good in this match. Sasha looked good in this match. Sasha shows the most personality out of any of the Divas. It bums me out because I know Charlotte has that too, but they're making her just woo. Yeah. And it's like, come on. They're, they're putting her in that enforcer role. Like, we were talking about this while we were watching the promos, and it's like, I get it. Like, you have the two leaders, Sasha and Paige. Yeah. And then you have their, you know, their muscle, Tamina and uh, and Naomi for for Sasha, and then, yeah. uh, you know, Becky and, and uh, Charlotte. And it's cool because that way you still have Charlotte in a position of, and same thing for Naomi, in a position of being the leader of something, yeah. but not necessarily being the one who gets all the chips. Yep. And then it gives you that sort of like Rock Farouk situation yep. where, where one person can break out and there's then a longer feud between them. Well put. That's actually really well put. Uh, next we get a backstage Rollins promo. He's Seth Rollins and he has things to say. I don't remember any of them. Me neither. Welcome to a Seth Rollins promo. Uh, Rusev and Summer in the ring. Rusev, for some reason, is the best comedy character. Like I, he, but he is. He gives Summer Rae a dog that does not want to be there, and then he says, "Because it has skinny legs and it pisses on itself and it's ugly and it has no balls, let's call it Dog Ziggler." Dog Ziggler has been cracking me up for twenty four hours. Dog. Ziggler. I forgot about Dog Ziggler. So dumb. Next, he gives uh, Summer Rae the, the uh, gift of a headless fish. And then he says, let's name this Lana because it's a cold fish. Get it? Written by somebody from the 50s. Hey, you sh- hey, 23 Skidoo, you sure are a cold fish? Uh, Lana comes out and interrupts. 
She slaps people. She puts Summer's face in the fish. Rusev is bewildered by this as he stands and goes, I don't, what, what, what do I do? How do I, there's, how do I get there's that? literally nothing. I, as Rusev, literally have nothing that I can do. My hands are just up around my head and I can go, what? Until Lana leaves. Lana leaves. And then Rusev throws a giant fish at her. And it almost hits her. It was really close. My favorite part of all of this, besides uh, there's the fish throwing and the dog mm-hmm. and all this stuff. Summer Ray acts so well. Mm-hmm. She's in the corner screaming and crying and then stands up and is so grossed out. She does like this little like <laughs> and like spins around in a circle. Yeah, she throws a fit. Yeah, it like got such a pop from the crowd. Yeah. I thought that was great. Hey, this feud is so much better without, without Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> and you know he's going to come back for SummerSlam. He's, yeah. like, he's not going to miss that. Uh, Lucha Dragons versus Mata Dores. Primetime players on uh, commentary. Uh, there's some cool sequences in this match. And uh, Brian? Yes? These guys uh, sure know how to wow a crowd. <laughs> the commentary <laughs> fell apart in a way that is so... It's like watching a... F- you know those fireworks displays mm-hmm. on the 4th of July mm-hmm. that you always see like the, the videos of? It's like somebody messed up and all the fireworks went off at the same time. Yeah. It's a disaster, but it's beautiful, uh-huh. and, and when it doesn't happen all the time, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And to me, the commentary here was a beautiful disaster. It was so good. Darren Young was a train wreck. Titus O'Neil couldn't stop. Byron Saxton had nothing to say. J- so- JBL tried to help the situation. Michael Cole gave the fuck up. You didn't hear Michael Cole talk it was anymore. Great. But it was some of the best. Where calling. where we where did we get these Puerto Rican bullfighters? JBL has a legitimate answer. Well, here's where they come from. No, I don't think that's true. I don't believe you. I'm gonna give a hashtag a hashtag JBL lies. What is going on? What is happening? It is it is truly beautiful uh-huh. in a way that is outrageous he's he, now, sa- he sounded like somebody's drunk uncle at a party who just was like nah i disagree oh, oh fuck now here's the thing go back and watch that match mute it uh-huh that's a great match yeah there there are cool spots people are flying everywhere sinkar is on the top rope eats a fucking super kick Jeez. the matadoras hit all sorts of great spots all over the place there's a schoolboy power bomb kalisto gets the hot tag and is just fucking rallying around mm-hmm. he's hitting the listo kick he's flying everywhere this is the no hand springboard new day comes out to interrupt they have a sign that says uh, uh that kofi's a mega dad a real mega dad oh uh there's a hurricanrana by Kalisto to one of the Matadores, and the Ma- the Matadores lose, and Sinkar and Kalisto win. Lucha Dragons win. All right. Here are my abundant issues. Not with the commentary. No. Not with the match. Uh-uh. The ending didn't make any sense. New Day came out and distracted neither the Matadores nor Lucha Dragons, but the Matadores lost like they were distracted why yeah also when everyone just trades wins like this it doesn't make everyone look good it Mm. makes everyone look like run-of-the-mill dopes 
the, everyone looks like they're down here. I can see that. And the champion should be, like, up here. But everyone keeps losing and winning, and it's here. There's no story to it. It's, uh, all we're leading to is a fatal four-way tag match at SummerSlam. Yeah. Which, which we had one at WrestleMania, didn't we? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, on the pre-show, it was, uh, it was Cesaro. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Usos, yep. Matadores, and New Day. Man, that one Uso is still hurt. Yeah. Tuso is on SmackDown doing commentary. That's weird. Unoso is just getting... He's still hurt, man. Damn. So, there you go. <sighs> Bray Wyatt throws this whole speed run raw right off the rails. Yeah. He adds, like, ten minutes. This is the longest promo with a point. I get it. I thought the point was good mm-hmm. about the pet who leaves and comes back with a scar because yeah. the world hurt him, yeah. and he only can trust Bray Wyatt, and then Harper says some stuff, and, and it's follow the buzzards. I get it. The way I explained it to you, multiply that by a million, and that's how long the promo was. It was so long. Nobody gave a fuck. I'm surprised nobody started chanting boring. Yeah. yeah I don't... Hey, to be fair... We skipped about two minutes of it. Oh, my God. It Like, I, I don't know. I don't get it. His promos can be compelling. Mm-hmm. This one was so long and so almost, like, rehearsed and just, yeah. uh, just keep it, just keep it going. It wasn't any fun until after you got Harper on the mic and then, you know, Harper said what he had to say and then Bray Wyatt became interesting. Yep. Uh, and... And other than that, it was just kind of like, get get this get this out. Like, let's go. Yeah. It just it was just he was dressed like he was gonna wrestle, and then he didn't. He he was. Yeah. Bray Wyatt said, "Nah." It was just he's not doing anything but talking, and and I get it, but like it wasn't interesting, and that bummed me out because mm-hmm. typically I don't mind. Mm-hmm. It, this was just so long. Uh, Charlotte and Becky against Nikki and Alicia Fox. Uh, Becky hit some arm drags, double drop kick uh, by Charlotte and Becky, and then they both kip up. I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. Northern Light Suplex by Alicia Fox always looks good. Um, hot tag to Becky Lynch. And when I say hot tag, I mean a regular tag because uh, I felt like uh, most of this match had just kind of like gone on. And They should have hot tagged this like two minutes sooner. Um, yeah, I feel like the pacing of the matches tonight were really weird. I felt like there should have been one more match tonight. Yeah, and everything could have lost two minutes, and mm-hmm. I would have been okay with that. I wonder if they're if they had originally booked like an uh, intercontinental match or something like a Ryback match that they lost. Ryback's hurt. He's not. Well, I mean, like before that, I would assume that they had something like booked. A, no, why would I assume that they had something booked long term? Never mind. Uh, Ryback's been Ryback's been hurt. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It, it was. It's weird because you think you would book to hide your weaknesses, mm-hmm. and they're not. These matches were just a little too long. That's they were. it. They and were. I had no problem with the match. It was just a little bit too long. The hot tag to Becky, to Becky happens. It, it, I thought Becky got in this match, and it was fucking great. Mm-hmm. Charlotte getting beat up was like, oh my god, get on with it. Yeah. Becky comes in, it hits a hammerlock arm trap suplex. What Dude. the fuck? Then a T-bone. Yeah. What the fuck? And then she locks in the disarmor on Alicia Fox. Yep. I heard Alicia Fox is hurt. I don't, uh, know if that, I don't know if that's true or not. I hope, I hope not, because she was actually kind of fun in this match. Yep. And she's the best Bella. Yeah, I I really enjoyed um, I really enjoyed JBL calling the T-Bone suplex. I like yep. that he will, uh, every so often, throw in a little bit of a nod to the wrestler that they, yep. hey, you called this cool move, 
And I thought one of the better spots in this match was from Nikki with that, like, flying clothesline yep. that she threw. I yep. thought that looked really good. Yep. Uh, I think dual analog uh, in the chat, in our twitch.tv slash Eric Bedour chat, nailed it with my voice, uh, says, uh, normal crowds aren't ready for long Divas matches, I think. I can, okay, okay. But, but the only way you're going to change that perception is by doing them. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have, to, you have to give them some. I think, unfortunately, these matches were booked out with not enough spots. Yeah. Both of these Divas matches were just like... Yeah. Uh, they were like a gear short of being a great match. Because, man, could you imagine if Charlotte had fought back a little bit more or something, had like a rally in there, they had one more big, like a big superplex spot. Yeah. Or uh, some kind of like, I don't know, backdrop sequence, something. Like, if there was one more sequence of moves where it ends with like a big rally type move and then the Diva and then the heel gets like the upper hand one more time to kind of like cool it off, mm. Great. It just missed one little... There was something... There was either a notch up or a notch down that it didn't hit. Well, it just... It needed to be a notch up or two minutes less. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's... Again, that's me being critical of things that I want to see anyway, so... Yeah. Sorry. Uh, Orton versus Owens. Uh, Sheamus is on commentary. Brian said the best part about Sheamus uh, is that now that he has his haircut, we don't seem to wear a stupid little hat anymore. Yeah, or the vest with the shirt tucked in yep. to jeans. Yep. Uh, there's a brawl on the outside... Owens is in control. There's a fallaway slam to a barricade. I thought that looked really cool. It did. Uh, Owens does uh, hits like knees to the chest and then calls out Cole. I love when he calls out Michael Cole. Because so Michael Cole doesn't know what the fuck to do. Yeah. They don't talk. Okay. Yep. Uh, sorry. Okay. No, don't, t- don't talk to me. Please leave okay. me alone. Uh, Orton and Owens are on the outside. Uh, Orton's starting to get the upper hand and then Sheamus broke kicks Orton, which means this feud continues. Brian, what's this feud about? Um, it's about... Uh-huh. Uh, okay. Sheamus. Uh-huh. Okay. And he, uh, he's gonna fight. Okay. Fella. I don't know what the fuck this feud is about. I don't know what this feud is about either. Uh, so bro kick to Orton, then Cesaro runs in, he saves him, uh, uppercuts, uppercuts Sheamus, dives on Owens, this all happened, like, so fast, the crowd was like, whoa, whoa! It looked really fucking cool. Yeah, Cesaro um, looked really cool in this. Yep, uh, Sheamus gets a little distraction, then, uh, Cesaro eats a pop-up powerbomb. Uh, so I guess we get Owen Cesaro and Seamus Orton. I wonder if they'll do a fatal four-way in this or if it'll just be two singles. If it's a four-hour SummerSlam, you would yeah. think it would be two different singles I, matches, I would hope right? it's two singles matches. I can't I- wait to see. If, there's, if this is going to be the match and it's going to be Owens versus Cesaro and they get to go one-on-one at SummerSlam, which is really far away. Yeah. I don't know how you book this in, in that time. Well, in that time you have uh I get Seamus, it. Ta- tag matches yeah, and all that. Yeah, no, I understand. But, but like, it's going to be boring after a while. So I don't know. It, that's just me. Yeah. It, they, there just needs to be a fresher way to book this. That's it. It was cool when it was like, oh, pay-per-view every other week, that kind of thing Ish, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. You know, every three weeks, something like that. But now it's like, this is like SummerSlam's like five, four or five weeks away. Yeah. That's just a really long time when you're already introducing all these matches. That's true. Yeah. That's it. You usually don't get these until like two or three weeks out because that's their typical booking. Yeah. Uh, Cena gets a promo backstage and then we get Cena versus Rollins. Uh, back and forth uh, to open this match. There's a five-knuckle shuffle that gets reversed twice into an enziguri. Uh, Cena hits a tornado DDT. Rollins dives and then hits a flying knee. Cena does an electric chair. They start doing bouye punches. Mm-hmm. And then um, Rollins breaks Cena's nose like to like the side of his fucking so, like, face. The side of his face. I, what I really liked about this, mm-hmm. the ref nigs it off. Oh, 
stay back, stay away, stay away, you can't be here, blah, 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 whatever, like when Rollins tries to go get him. Yeah. The, the, doc, the doctor comes over and checks on Cena. Cena has a broken nose. Absolutely. Most people, you break your nose, I'm just going to lay here and I want to die. John Cena, to show that he is okay to continue this match and to show Rollins, like, hey, we're just still going to go, gets up and starts attacking Rollins. Yeah. Just goes. Like, just goes hard goes. on him. I really, really like that. Mm-hmm. Just got really fucking dizzy. Um, he's got a sideways nose. And and I don't know how the fuck you do that. He does a springboard stunner, and all I kept thinking was, you're going to die. It was the best-looking springboard stunner he has ever done. Break your nose more. It yeah. great. AA to a reversal to an abracadabra. I can't believe he kicked John Cena. It looks like, I mean, it doesn't, like, hit him in the face. It hits right. him in the chest, whatever. But, but, like, they... but, like, why even fucking chance it? Yeah, why get that close? They go to show the replay of the abracadabra, and or the, the knee to the face, and uh, there's an AA that happens during the replay. Stop showing goddamn replays. Fuck. I, I've been watching it. Don't yep. worry. Uh, suplex, superplex, off the top rope, to a roll through, to a falcon arrow. Again, John Cena broke his nose and just took a superplex into a falcon arrow. What the fuck? JBL has the line where he just says, John Cena's a tough son of a bitch. That was fucking great. Yep. I thought that line was so fucking pointed. I thought that was great. I yep. thought that's exactly what they needed. Fuck, that was great. That's the kind of man John Cena is. Uh, miss from a Phoenix Splash uh, by Rollins, and there's an STF by Cena. Rollins taps out. I don't even, like... Oh, can't believe it. This is leading up to Cena versus Rollins, and if and if that win there means that uh, Rollins walks out the champion at SummerSlam, I'm okay with it. Me too. Uh, the only problem I have with it is you have your, you have your champion tapping, uh-huh. mm-hmm. but even still, I, I, I can see where they're going and I'm, if this means that submissions are coming back into the WWE in a uh-huh. way that isn't going to be like, you tapped out, yep. you tapped, cause I hate that chant. Yep. Cause I think submissions can look cool. Becky Lynch is a prime example of making a submission look really cool. Sasha mm-hmm. Banks, also a great submission, uh, specialist. No guys are submission specialists on, on no. the main roster right no. now. No, no one wrestles in amateur style either. I mm-hmm. was thinking about that the other day. No, no one at all. And yeah. and so it's it's good to see that they're kind of maybe phasing it back in, but I, I'm I'm still a little apprehensive. Yep, no, I'm with you. What would you think of Raw? I thought it was, uh, it was long at parts, but it had a lot of really good moments that I enjoyed. I like knowing what matches I was going to watch. Yeah. That was my favorite part. Yeah, that's a very good point. I yep. didn't even think about that. It Ed, was... email. Ed interrupting you we have a speed run that's right uh ed i love when owens yells at michael cole mid-match and i hope he continues to do it it's always a highlight for me he's always such uh, an engaging wrestler in the indies and it's great to it's great that he's able to translate that into a larger audience what'd you think oh yeah yep i mean that was something i said about owens coming in before he even came in is that i i hope that they still let him do that because if not he's he's not going anywhere yep uh, we'll get to one more email, then we should go. Mm-hmm. Uh, from Tyler. Tyler J. TJ. Mm-hmm. Howdy, Hoots. Howdy. I wanted to pick y'all's... You wrote that. I wanted to pick y'all's brain about the fact that we had three matches on Raw and in Tap Out. This is kind of what you were saying. Mm-hmm. Do you think that the WWE is attempting to way, move away from the idea that tapping out is reserved for lower mid-card superstars? Or was the main event finish just another beaming example of LOL Cena wins? Thanks, Internet. Either way... <laughs> Either way, I personally had a great time with this Raw, and I'm looking forward to the story progression leading up to SummerSlam. Thanks, and keep up the great work. Thank you. Uh, what do you think? Do you think they're moving away from it, or do you think, um, like, uh, kind of what you were saying? I, I would like to think so, and honestly, that'd be really nice if mm-hmm. that, that was 
the uh, the course that they were going down. But WWE is also very much known for uh, situationally bringing things like this back, and then you'll not see it again uh, after SummerSlam yep. or or something like that. I'm with you. We'll see. It's gonna happen a lot in the Divas division, but it always has. Yeah. Last email, Will G. Important question about John Cena is the subject. Mm. Body. How does John Cena winning a goddamn match shock the world? Thanks. Uh, it's his innovative uh, offense. We did it! It's episode 70 of the Go Home Show. It's in the books, Brian. Yeah. We we, we have done we it. it. We speed run it. Yep. Oh, dude, that's a world record it if is. I've ever seen one. Yeah. That's a world that's, that's a world that's a world record time right there. That's a world record time. That's a world record time for if I've ever episode seen it. 70 of the Go wow. Home Show. Wow. Wow, we have the world record for the fastest episode 70 of the Go Home Show we ever. Did. We did it. Thank you, guys. Thank you. We did it. You guys can always get a hold of us. Uh, go Home Show at Mega64.com. Twitter.com slash The Go Home Show. So I should have just said at Go Home Show on Twitter. Uh, show.tumblr.com, Facebook.com slash The Go Home Show. Twitch.tv slash Eric Bedour is where you can see the streaming every Tuesday around 7.30, 7.45. We'll say 7.45. Uh, we'll see how that goes in the next couple weeks. Mm-hmm. And uh, on YouTube, youtube.com slash Eric Bedour. That's where you can see the video version of this podcast. Uh, in the meantime, leave us a, a rating on iTunes. Say this is the best album on iTunes. This is the only reason you have Apple Music. Yep. Uh, and that'll be good for us somehow. Somehow. Somehow we'll parlay this into money. Nah, who gives a shit? Brian! Yes? We did it. Episode 70 of the Go Home Show is in the books. Uh, what do you have to say to these fine folks? Uh, I just say, like you saw on our Twitter, I met the the wonderful world heavyweight champion, Rey Mysterio. Uh, he was there, though, at the store right when it closed, so I told him, excuse me, uh, Mr. Ray, you have to go home. <laughs>